All right, here's a little ditty I'm going to give you at the very beginning. This is one thing I don't think we do very often, and I've been doing it more lately. Clean your phone. (laughs) Clean your phone. Clean your earbuds. Clean your handles. Clean the knobs on your radio. Clean your steering wheel. That's my little tidbit for this corona crap. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Today's the day. Thanks for showing up. I'm Allison Shuhazi, a super fan of energy work and engaging the intuition. My career has spanned many genres, bringing me to become an intuitive coach and Reiki master. I continue to collect a bundle of pivotal moments, whispers of wisdom, and funny stories that have helped keep me real along this journey. I hope that this podcast will ignite a spark within you to connect with your intuition and your whispers of wisdom. So get ready because it's time to shift today with me, Allison. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Well, to make today count, you need to show up with a clear mind. I'm going to state that up front because we're going to dive in. In the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, I'm going to take this time to talk about the difference between projection versus reflection. If there was ever a time to make a shift from projection to reflection, this is it. It really is. There's so much going on in our globe, in our world, everywhere. But let's start with a little bit of history. I found this this morning. I wanted to look up St. Patrick's Day. It's never really been a big holiday for me, except for back in the day when I would go on the south side of Chicago to go to the parades and go out drinking with my cousins. So, but anyway, so let's just dive in because I wanted to learn a little bit more about St. Patrick's Day. So I found this on history.com and I will go ahead and put this link in my show notes, but So here we go. So St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland and was a missionary who created the converting of Ireland to Christianity. And he was actually born in Britain, kidnapped at the age of 16 by Irish raiders and sold to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. Who knew? Leprechauns come from the Celtic folktale. They were, they're considered cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of the fairies. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. How about this? Shamrocks are considered sacred plants and are a symbol of spring. Love that. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was actually held in the America and here in the United States by the Spanish colony in St. Augustine, Florida on March 17th, 1601. And this one, this is what's really going to launch what I wrote today. In 1845, there was widespread hunger in Ireland, and several million people abandoned their country to survive. And hundreds of them, hundreds of thousands of them came to America, and they were looked down upon as disease-ridden, unskilled, and they drained our country's welfare budget. Hmm. 
interesting with what's happening in our world right now. With all this to be said, (coughs) excuse me, sorry about that. With all this to be said, today is a good as any time to talk about shifting from projection to reflection. Projection is a defense behavior with all of us. We all have it where we attribute characteristics that we find unacceptable in ourselves and we project them onto another person, person, object, or a situation. Have you ever felt that way? I know you don't. You probably are frustrated that I even said that. That's not true. It's them. It's them. It's them. If you pause, you might realize something different. How can we shift a projection to a reflection? Well, we start by asking a simple question. How did I get here? How did I get in this place where I'm scared, where I'm nervous, where I'm frustrated? Well, we are experiencing something incredible across the globe, especially close here in our communities. And something we see in the movies, right? Haven't we seen pandemics in the movies that are kind of freaky? I can't necessarily watch them myself, but... Anyway, I'm pretty sure you can feel this. The vibration of blame, panic, anxiety is rising daily. Why? Because most people cannot cope with the unknown. The unknown has become a place, a thing of fear. Well, what if I get sick? What if I die? What if I lose my money? What if my family gets sick? What if, what if, what if? How many what ifs have you said in the last few days? How many what ifs maybe have you said this morning? And I'm not, okay, I'm going to just state this. I'm not saying this is not warranted because this is very uncertain times. It's something we've never experienced, but I know it can be shifted because I have lived in fear. There is a way to kind of shift out of the fear so that you feel like you do have more control over yourself and your thoughts and your behaviors. Well, when I started my journey with practicing my mindfulness and incorporating my energy work into my everyday life, I looked at this. Okay, I don't know why I keep burping this morning, but something is trying to come out. So I'm just going to say it there instead of keep editing this. this podcast. (laughs) Maybe it just needs to come out, right? Anyway, when I did start incorporating all this work into my daily life, I looked at what I was projecting out into the world and projecting back into myself. Maybe all the negative things I was projecting out, I was scared, I was projecting them on to, I know I projected onto some of my friends and my family. And I know I project onto myself too. Well, I started to pause And I started to reflect and write about what I was afraid about. I'm a big journaler. If you've ever met with me, I talk about journaling. I never, I used to journal a long time ago, but not every day. Now it's almost a daily practice. Um, When I reflect and when I talk about reflecting, how I reflect is I sit and think about it, but I also write about it. And when I write about it, it gets it out of my mind. Those looping thoughts get put down. I stop thinking about them. And then I can also really realize my projections are reflections of my feelings, what I'm afraid of, and what has caused me to feel out of control. So maybe this might be a time for you 
And so I thought maybe I'd share some of my stories. Maybe this is a time for you to pause and reflect on what you're afraid of, right? Well, I've been connecting with some folks and there are a couple common threads of fear coming off of this unknown. And the two common threads are, have to do with communications and money, right? Well, nowadays we have so many tools to communicate with, yet the information isn't always authentic and transparent. And here is another great time to pause and find out what works for you, what you need to read, what you need to listen to, how you need to talk, who you need to talk to. That might not necessarily work for everyone else. And when it comes to communications, personally, I would honestly rather sit and have a phone call with you or FaceTime, which is always fun, rather than just getting a text, a sweet little text now and then is great. But just these random long threads of texts and emails and DMs where the connection with a verbal conversation is worth so much more and is completely transparent than if it's something typed or something you read. All right, so let's dive into the other one, money. Let's talk about money for a moment. Like myself, I have several friends who own small businesses, and this is a very uncertain time. Most have no idea where their next cash flow will be coming from. And some that I've connected with, they're at the point where they are physically getting ill because of their worry over money. And no matter what your situation, how can you take this moment and reflect on your choices you've made and are making and what you can shift now today to make things easier for your future? Okay, well, I'm going to state this. I am not a financial advisor, but yet here is a story of what something happened to Dave and I. When we had Evan, our youngest, Dave and I decided it was okay for me to quit my big fat paycheck job and stay home and become a stay-at-home mom. I think I mentioned that in another podcast. Well, three months into it, I decided I needed to go back to work because I just staying at home was not my thing. And then suddenly I found out I was pregnant again with our little shocking baby. Well, this baby was due within a few days of Evan. What? Oh my gosh, here I am. Nothing like having two babies back to back at 40, right? Well, the pregnancy was a tougher pregnancy than I expected. So I was very thankful I was home because I spent about 50% of the time with my head over the toilet. Well, in February of 2011, uh, the company that my husband was working for, they were going through some tough times as everyone were back in 2010, 2011, 2000, whatever, anyway. And they were going through layoffs. Um, and Dave ended up getting laid off. So there we were with a six month old baby, a teenager in high school, and another baby on the way. And neither one of us had a job. All right, that was definitely a holy shitballs moment. Yes, it was. Holy crap. What are we going to do? Well, I let Dave have his time to process 
because this was a major unexpected blow to our life. Although my intuition was kicking in and it was telling me that we were going to be fine. I truly did believe that this was a blessing, a definite blessing rather than a tragedy. And I knew there was something better coming. Okay, so I shifted into solution mode and thought, I'll give my old boss a call and I'll go back to work. There we go. Here's a solution. I've worked before pregnant. I knew that they hadn't filled my position yet. And so I'll just give him a call and see, hey, he could say no, or maybe he could say yes, right? So I made the call and he told me to think about it for a week and then give him a call back. So I did. And I prayed and I meditated and I walked. I tend to walk and meditate at the same time. Some of my greatest ideas and solutions come from long walks. So I don't know what you do, but that's what I do. Then Dave and I connected in a whole new way. We played out all the scenarios and then we started doing the work. We eliminated all the unnecessary expenditures. We cut off our cable service. We set up a budget that we were, I can't say the word, we revisited it each week so that we knew exactly what we had at all times. We only went out to eat once a month. We slimmed down everything significantly. And quite honestly, I believe we slimmed down too. But it's not really what we eliminated that I remember the most. It's the shift towards what we created together. We created a unified communication on a new level in our relationship about the current financial health and where we wanted to go. We created fun and just great times with our family that didn't cost any money. We built this unbelievable garden in our yard where we spent tons of time growing vegetables and have so many amazing memories, especially with our kids in the garden. We gained appreciation for things that we otherwise took for granted. We realized who would be there for us during tough times and who were just in our life for lessons. We became people who focused on our needs rather than all the wants in the world. We slowed down so that we could be in the moment. Well, less than two months later, Dave ended up getting an overall better job with more money, better benefits, and it boosted his confidence. And I honestly believe it's what led him to the position where he is today with a fantastic company who cares about their employees and their community. And that's Delta Dental of Arkansas. I'll just give them a shout out because they're amazing. Well, in turn, I had started a small business of my own using my former uh, skills and corporate skills and nonprofit skills and began working and providing marketing and communication and project management support for small business owners where we lived in South Carolina. And I made the shift to what I love most, even more recently in the last three years, I now have 100% focused on my Reiki energy part of my business, including my intuitive coaching, mentoring, and my retreats. So we did the work and we made the shift. It didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen in one fell swoop. It took a lot of bumps in the road, but we did it. We paused and we paid attention and we made the shifts. We, one of the part of the shifts that we did is we strive for one of us to always have a regular paycheck and benefits. 
And this is what has allowed me to continue being a small business owner. So I really appreciate that in my husband, that he's allowed me the privilege to do what I do. Well, when it comes to shifting projections to reflections, you can shift your vibration from scared, angry, the fear, maybe the darkness you are in by incorporating some simple things like steady breathing, focusing on the breath, which does lead to the release of tension in your body and it helps quiet the mind. Maybe this is a time during this time of reflection. Maybe this is a time to get creative and make changes and how you spend your money. Maybe it's time to talk about money differently with your partner or incorporate a new financial advisor. Maybe it's time to teach your kids about money because if there's one thing that I've learned is if you get kids involved and they have to pay for it, they get it. Maybe it's time to evaluate the information you're absorbing that is fueling your anxiety. Maybe it's time to realize a conversation is pure communication and social media is a tool. Maybe it's time to reflect on relationships that bring you frustration rather than joy and see if you need to continue them. Perhaps it's time maybe just to pause and be in the moment. Well, just for today, I am going to contribute along my journey of releasing any projections and expectations of what I think you should be doing and how you should be going about your day. I'm staying on my path with the intention of spreading kindness, compassion, and joy in hopes that it will prevail during these times. I do believe in the power of prayer that it offered when it's offered with the very best of intentions, not that is projected about what we want in return. I believe intentions are set to receive what is needed, not what is wanted. It will be delivered. I believe that. I believe collectively we are great, but if we continue with labels, will continue to move farther apart. So just for today, try shifting one projected feeling, behavior, or reaction to a reflection, a reflection upon the source, and shift it towards a higher, more positive thought, more positive behavior, a more positive action to let that you to let yourself breathe in a positive vibration to help clear out some of the anxiety and fear. I do believe in you. You got this. I know you can get this. If you need a boost, I don't do this often, but if you need a boost, feel free to give me a shout, drop me a line. Right now I'm conducting distance Reiki. Um, and I'm also conducting a lot of uh, coaching phone calls as a gift during this pivotal time of need. I'm setting up 30-minute sessions, so feel free to reach out. Well, thank you for joining me today. There's a lot going on. Take the time to pause. Say something positive to yourself about yourself. Well, if you like this episode, feel free to share it with a friend, leave me a review, or just shoot me a message. And if you want to connect, all of my information is in my show notes. So until next time, shift today into a greater tomorrow.